so it's called I'm All Ears. Yep. Yeah, it's on now. Yep. Uh, testing out the sound. <laughs> the guest needs to do the heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of a bit like what Josh Earl does. He asks you to tell... tell uh... Oh, okay, mate. None of my ideas are original. <laughs> nah, I'm good. Alright, uh, welcome back to another episode of I'm All Ears with me, Goxie, and... Ben Sell. And we have a very special guest here today, AFLW superstar Darcy Vessio. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming in, Darcy. No problem. It's, I live five minutes down the road, so it's <laughs> easy for me. Is that the only reason you accepted the offer? <laughs> yeah, I only accept things within a six Oh, six minute ra- uh, ra- radius. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll make when my beloved Saints play, you guys make it easier when you're out of the game. So. Yeah. <laughs> but you actually are a Saints supporter, aren't you? I did. I grew up supporting Saints. So oh, yeah. Sorry, were. Do, yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like I'll always have a real soft spot. I felt like when I was most, well, not that I'm not into football now, but, you know, yeah. when you're growing up, you're obsessed with football. Yeah. So I'm obsessed with you know, Nick Revolt and Stuart Lowe and Robert Harvey. But I reckon that's, um, that's like a, a symbol of the legitness of AFLW that you're playing for the, you don't have to just try and play for the team you love. Cause that's, yeah. I don't reckon, it was probably only a handful or a big handful, but a handful of AFL guys who, are playing for the team they grew up supporting because that's a that's how pro sport works. Yeah, you know? ex- mm. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I'd, obviously it's a nice thing to have happen to you, but yeah, it often doesn't work out that way. So yeah, and that could be for the best in the end, couldn't it? Because like I feel like if you played for a team and made your own mark on it, you sort of have a better feeling around it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You probably come in pretty fresh and mm. um, don't have that many expectations or don't have all these feelings attached to the club already um, yeah get to build it from wherever you want to yeah and um so you've had a pretty immediate impact on aflw like first season of aflw you're the leading goal kicker that was awesome um when did you kind of think oh i've got this in the bag you know um oh yeah i guess i had a pretty i had a great start to aflw um it's well i guess it would definitely have been my best game so far the very first game yeah sort of um i guess didn't really know what to expect coming into it and then had a really good game and the whole night was unreal um yeah so yeah i guess it's been um yeah it was pretty amazing to have sort of that instant um, impact and feel that as well. Does it feel like a bit of a whirlwind, like looking back on it now to where it kind of, like it's still so new, but it, it kind of feels like we've had it for a while now and it's like part of the the culture of footy now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, yeah, people kind of know. They know what AFLW is and mm. they know what to expect sort of thing. Um, it's still, of course, in its infancy, but, yeah. um, you know, it's building and, there aren't as many, I guess, when you bring it up, people not really sure whether it's a thing or not. Like, it's, <laughs> it's you know, it's definitely a thing now. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, it's so exciting to see something growing like that because I got two daughters and it's like now I can have someone play. Yeah, yeah, it's super <laughs> exciting. Have you let go of your career already or...? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think the skin folds test is the thing that, that um, holds me back. I don't know. but um, Yeah, yeah, it's just that, yeah. Yeah. 
oh, I'm the poor kick. And <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny because like, so my oldest, um, Karen, like she, she's not really sporty, but my youngest, Katie, really is. And, and she's just really natural with footy. Like just like, yeah, it doesn't even have to try and can kick it really well. And I try really hard and can't kick well. And <laughs> but yeah, because I'm originally from Brisbane. I grew up with rugby league. So it's, yeah. I tried, I've started trying to play a few years ago, which is like in your really 30s hard. isn't a good time yeah. to try and learn to kick and run and yeah. all the basics of footy. So um, how about you? When did you kind of um, first start footy? Uh, I would have started when I was about five. So I grew up kicking the footy around and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and then as soon as I was old enough to get into Oz kick, yeah. I did that. So that would have been when I was in prep. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like, because a lot of people say Auskick, you know, when they bring them out at halftime of the AFL games and then that's when like the kids get addicted to it because it's like, oh, oh, yeah, they just love it forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember I got to be part of one of those um, halftime games between, uh, it was Bulldogs and Melbourne at Colonial Stadium. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I remember it so well I just loved it yeah took I think I did one thing that game just took a diving <laughs> chess mark and yeah that was it I just felt like I left I left a good legacy on that ground yeah because <laughs> you were well, you're living in the country then weren't you so yeah yeah yeah. it was like so, where are we going they just huge, get dragged yeah. in the car down the big smoke and yeah <laughs> yeah we never really went to AFL games um because I'm from a town just outside of Wangaratta um, yeah so it was it would have been a huge effort to yeah to go to the footy so I I'd been a handful of times, but, you know, I just loved watching it on TV. There's something about, like, walking onto those grounds, like, even as just, like, when they do the kick after the game, it just, yeah. like, feels special, like, yeah, being yeah. on that turf and, like, looking up. It's yeah. such a bizarre feeling. There's almost, yeah. yeah, there's, like, there's two parts to it. It's, like, the amount of seats and that. But just, yeah, thinking of the history and everything that's happened on probably... It's probably been re-turfed a few times, but yeah, yeah. that ground anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, it is amazing. Mm. Oh, awesome. And um, so when was like, obviously when you started, um, it's it starts off fun, doesn't it? Like we, we liked, in, we asked guests this a bit, when when did it become like you realised, I can do this really well, like I'm good? <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I always just loved footy. I think... Um, I was always really rough, rough and tough little girl, and I thrived on, I guess, throwing my body around and yeah. and people. Because there's not many telling me I was strong. Like, yeah, I was a, there's not many other acceptable things. Yeah, exactly. Than sport where you can just run around grabbing people. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're celebrated for being tough. Um, but yeah, I've got two brothers as well, so um, I loved playing with them. But yeah, I guess I I pretty much just played footy. Um, for most of or all the way up until 14 then had to stop and then got back into football when I moved to Melbourne for uni but yep. um, I yeah when I got back into it it was still very much a hobby and something I like I didn't think I was going to get back into it ever um, I just sort of accepted when I was 14 that that was it and then um, when I got back into it yeah it was still it was a great um, standard but it wasn't like there wasn't an AFLW um, yeah. sort of slogan on the horizon or anything. I didn't know it was well, coming. was nothing to, like, aim for. Yeah. yeah. No, no, not really. Like, we, we were just aiming to be better at footy and, you mm. know, win the premiership and that sort of thing. And, 
um, you know, they had state carnivals and sort of that was the height of, of women's football at the time. But a lot of people we chat with, like even before we started this podcast, just in general, talking to comedians, musos, whatever, that, that seems to be the people who it keeps you in good stead if there was never never seemed like a career was an option because then you're doing mm. it for the right reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like even for me, when I started comedy in Brisbane, it wasn't like, oh, this is this is the early days of a career. It was just I loved it. I wanted yeah. to do it. And never, it never, it seemed ridiculous to think as a career. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Still right. does if you ask my <laughs> yeah. if you ask my girlfriend, she doesn't think it's a career. No, um, but um. Yeah, so like that keeps you in good stead doing it for the right, and yeah, you just did it. You're just playing for love of it. But now it's fantastic that there is a. That's what I always say is like, if you can see that there's a a level to reach, that does help. You know. Yeah. If you see yeah. it. So what was that period like in between, kind of just playing for the love of it and wanting to get better, and then the AFLW kind of starting to be talked about mm. what was that transition like to kind of were you approached or was that something you were aiming towards um i guess yeah so the the afl introduced the the sort of exhibition games between melbourne and bulldogs and that's sort of what started um i guess us experiencing what it's like to play mm. with an afl logo on your jumper sort of thing yeah i was at one at um in Footscray, the Western yeah, Oval. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember my brother said he said that. Yeah, he he's a big fan. Lewis. Well, <laughs> well, I hope he listens to this. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. we got one listener, Ben. Yes. yes. We did it. <laughs> yes. High five. No. <laughs> um, I wasn't saying it because of that. No, but like. Um, Is that what you're getting that, to? <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember those where, and they weren't. Um, they were, like, quickly put together. They were the yeah, exhibitions. Yeah. They weren't actually, like, people from Melbourne or Bulldogs, were they, right? They were, like, exhibition games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was, like... Um, you, but credit you, to those clubs, I mean, for... Yeah, for, for starting it. Yeah, for giving wanting, it a go. Like, um, I think they just... Yeah, they wanted to do it. And then um, they had, like, a draft. Um, and then you'd just go into the club like two days before it was like a little footy camp mm, yeah. and you go and play um, before the men's game and uh, yeah that was probably the first experience of being like oh wow like this is awesome and mm. when it was televised and they had a really good response um, but then um, I guess it was at one of those games I think it was in 2015 that Gil announced that he was bringing it forward to 2017 rather than 2020 because mm. initially the league was set to start this year yeah um, yeah so that was probably when I was like, oh, well, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen then. <laughs> but probably still didn't realise when the AFL say they're going to do something, mm. they've got all the money and resources to do it. So yeah. I was like, oh, this is happening then. Yeah. But um, so do you, do you think there would be um, many who, who have a story like yours of, of where they did have to stop for, for a while? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's slowly shifting, like... Yeah. Past, I guess. I think last year was maybe the first year where you had girls being drafted who had a pathway playing with girls mm. all yeah. their lives, sort of thing. Um, but yeah, Which is such a short amount of time to realise that it could actually be a pathway. Yeah, like it's only a few years, and now it could yeah. potentially be 
there is somewhere to go. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, the, yeah, the girls who have been drafted, like, at the last draft, they've grown up sort of watching AFLW. Yeah. Like, the past few years, they've been, yeah. you know, 15, 16-year-old girls being like, wow, like, that's amazing that these girls are doing that. Like, oh, I want to do that. And now they're doing that, mm. um, which is funny. But, yeah, there's a whole... There, when it first started, the majority of the girls would have played up until whenever they could and then stopped yeah. and then started mm. again or some of them might have just started a year or two ago. Or so. come across from other sports. Yeah, and... that's it. Yeah, they might I, have played more. I think the great thing about that is that, like, nothing against other sports but, say, like, tennis, golf, sports like that, it's – it can those are very, like, lonely sports, whereas mm. if you're – because they're individual, I mean, where you just, like, hitting yeah. the golf ball, obviously. Yeah. But footy is very just, like – the early years don't have to be you, when you're like eight to twelve, whatever. You can just play for the pure fun of it. Yeah, yeah. I know it's getting younger and younger. They are getting more serious now, which is anyway. That, that's for another discussion. But yeah. I think that's a great thing because whereas a sport like that, if you wanted to be great at tennis or golf, you'd probably all those like Federer's and Woods and all them yeah. have like that insane of like picked it up at four or three or yeah, whatever. yeah. Yeah. Um, for yourself, like when that came around, you came to Melbourne for uni. Mm-hmm. Did it kind of change what you thought for yourself going into the future as well? Yeah. 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 What, so what, what what were you kind of envisioning for yourself before this came along? Well, I think so. I, I came to Melbourne to study communication design at RMIT. So. Yeah. Um, I've always loved sort of graphic design and building things and that sort of thing. And then, um, so that would have been in 2012. And then in, uh, then after that year, I switched into furniture design because mm. I thought I'm sick of doing stuff on the computer. Mm. Yeah. Um, so then I did a furniture design course. And I remember um, for one of our last projects, we had to do a um, like a career action plan. So mm. we had to project five years into the future and sort of do a timeline of all the things we were going to do. Um, and yeah, so my timeline from 2014 onwards was all about, you know, I was like, oh, I might move to Tassie and mm. do this other furniture design course and then I'll just keep creating different things and entering exhibitions and that sort of thing. And like, there's no mention of football <laughs> in yeah. any of that. It's all centered around design and how I can further myself as, you know, an emerging designer and that sort of thing. Um, so then... Yeah, like a couple of years later, it's all about <laughs> footy and like my whole life is anchored around football now. So wow. yeah, well, yeah. we probably wouldn't. You wouldn't be on this if you were just doing the furniture design. Well, maybe I would be. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Oh yeah. Well. Yeah, maybe. Don't well, say that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I love my couch. I do love. I spend a lot of time on the couch. So. But I'll be a hundred percent honest. I don't know any famous couch designers or anything. Well, we'll have to find. Or oh, there's that. Who's that guy you see on billboards? It looks real staunch. Um, it, de, de Bort, not. He's Italian. That... <laughs> um, you know what I mean? The bloke with the glasses. De Ricci. Oh yeah, that's it. De Ricci or something like. That. Anyway, we're getting idea. sidetracked. I don't know. Yeah. We'll you should it... know designers. No, no, well, I'm... <laughs> nah, in my past now. Yeah. So you're so not, you do... not doing any of that stuff anymore, or um, is uh, it more of a hobby now? Yeah, I, I haven't built anything furniture related um since uni but i do still do graphics stuff because you did graphics for the carton for a bit as well yeah, like that yeah. was part of what you were doing there yeah yeah i i actually got a job there bef- 
just before they got a women's license. So oh, I was cool. working there, um, saw them get the license, and then had that weird patch where I was like, oh, I, you know, my colleagues were like, oh, it'd be cool if you played for Garton. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was being like, yeah, that'd be awesome. But I didn't want to seem too over the top. Or yeah. I didn't really know if they wanted me. or Yeah. Because I know I'm, you know, being a Saints fan, I'm in no position to be cheeky about footy clubs yeah. <laughs> but I was going to say like, it is a bit harder doing all the design and you know the, the social media guy at clubs yeah. doing things tougher it's yeah. always like another honourable loss or something yeah yeah that's it yeah. yeah I always like when they're like when there's like a bad loss and they just write like siren have you seen that yeah, <laughs> yeah siren full stop yeah <laughs> brutal yeah <laughs> um so yeah so, uh, like, I feel like um Carlton seem to be pretty switched on with that stuff too. They got like um, Dylan Buckley coming down there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Dill Dill was at Carlton when I first got there, and he's yeah such a good character, and um, obviously now he's sort of moved on from footy. Yeah, but he's still such a good character of the game, and I yeah, think people like him and I guess Daniel Gorringe, yeah, they're really like they're able to poke fun at themselves. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and there's probably hasn't really been anyone in that space before just talking about their experiences. And yeah, it's definitely opening up now where people are like able to express themselves more and. Than in the old days when it was just like kick it long. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, you don't just have to be like a hard man or anything anymore. Yeah, or yeah. Be a tough person. Yeah, and I think the average um, career for an AFL player is three years. So there's so many players who come in and out mm. who you probably don't really think about because you're drawn to all the other ones. But well, I like, actually feel like I'm jinx because I got a jinx because like a couple of the Saints guys that are like really. Liked, not really, you know, liked what I do. They've gotten moved on by the club, so it's oh, like, no. I'm jinxed, yeah. But I think everyone has that guy they've worked with that's like, yeah, played a couple of games and, yeah, got moved on. So, yeah. I mean, I guess that's a thing that, that it might not be forever, but it's still like a cool thing to get to that level. Yeah. Like, but we like, yeah, you got to accept with trading and stuff, it doesn't always mean they didn't play well it's just the other club wanted them and yeah. that's how trades were yeah there anyway. can be so many factors um yeah but it's been a, it's been an awesome career like you're in the granny in Adelaide that must have been huge it's just, yeah like yeah. not the result you wanted no, but uh, those up. sorry <laughs> no those no, crows are pretty bloody good aren't they they're so good yeah um they got a whole state to pick from I know and, and I think a bit of NT as well yeah, yeah. They've, got, they've got the pick Um, But, yeah, it was an amazing uh, day, apart from the result. Um, Mm. But having that many people rock up, I remember um, looking out into the stands and seeing, you know, the top section was closed off and there was no one up there. But then, you know, they had to open it up because there were just so many people. I think they'd initially planned to have areas sectioned off. To sort of keep everyone in tight, but they just couldn't because like, they. Do you kind of? Were you pretty nervous, or just trying to block that out, kind of thing? Like, um, so many. Oh, I was nervous because it's. Yeah. You're sort of like, oh, the next two hours could be the greatest or the worst. <laughs> I think the most I've played happen. in front of was like this Triple J thing a few years ago. I think it was like 500 people or something. Yeah. So that's like. You had like 80 times that. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like every step, every handball I make and kick and yeah. whatever, it's like being scrutinized. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's weird because sort of looking or thinking back about it because 
we were getting smashed. I felt like we were pretty closed to the crowd, like, because, mm. you know, when we'd kick a goal, like, it, it was... We only kicked a couple, but there yeah, wasn't yeah. much noise, whereas Adelaide, like, they were roaring because it, it would have been 50,000 yeah. Adelaide supporters and 3,000 Carlton <laughs> or and, non-Adelaide supporters. And the way things are in sports is people try to make things very black and white. There's there's a winner who are legendary. Yes. Everyone else is terrible. Yeah. And I'm not trying to say it's okay, it's fine, you know, but you can look back and still be proud to get that far yeah. and... So it was like, it's, you know, hopefully, well, not versus Saints, but versus everyone else. I hope you win. But, uh, yeah, that's it. Round nah, five this year. I am, yeah, I'm excited about the season, having the Saints in. I'm going to try and try and get along to some games and yeah. um, it's really exciting. But um, that's that's an awesome memory you'll have, have forever. And that first ever game versus Collingwood, that'll be a great memory you'll have forever too, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's probably, yeah, I think it would be hard to top something like that, a mm. moment like that. And I think it'll become more valuable in time looking back yeah. at that one. And, and I think that's the thing for even, you know, the fans. Like, I remember trying to go to that and couldn't get in because it yeah. was so packed. Like, yeah. that's kind of cool. Like, a bit bummed I missed out. But yeah, yeah. it's great that it was that – that's the kind of everyone getting behind it. Yeah, like, it such yeah. a great – moment I think to go everyone's like this we really want this thing to get off the ground and yeah. to be a thing let's get behind it like, yeah yeah I want to be there yeah yeah um, and, and so like AF, so like AFLW now is cool but um can you tell us a bit about like the Durham and Falcons days like that's yeah. that's obviously an important step oh yeah um, it seems like a really like well well run club and they yeah. do really well in the local comp and that yeah 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 so yeah Darwin's been a really successful club for many years I think um, when I got there they'd been in like eight of the last ten grand finals or something <laughs> and I had no idea um, that 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 was the club I was sort of walking into yeah um, but yeah they they just they just run things really well um, it's very community focused. Um, and it was a pretty unique place because it's a it's a women's sporting club and they offer sports that are traditionally, um, I guess, male-dominated, mm. so um, footy, soccer, eight ball and cricket. Oh. Um, so, yeah, it's really eight ball. It's pretty random. <laughs> the yeah. big three, I call them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, me and Sarah have spoken with other guests from other fields, not just sports, about that, what you said well, we talk about like scenes with music and comedy. There's, mm. In sports, not a scene, but you got these local comps that are going on that most people wouldn't know about, but yeah. they're there, they're happening, yeah, you yeah, know, and, and humming, people like. people giving their weekends and volunteers and, yeah. and they're really important, aren't they? Like, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And that's, I guess, what underpins the whole sporting community, like these clubs where people are just dedicating so much time and energy into making it a thing and... It's, I guess, like a foundation of the community as well. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. Because yeah. that can really change a community, having like a strong club like that where, yeah. you know, people can go there and see other people chipping in and they want to help out as well. Like that mm. must have been cool to be a part of. Yeah. Well, you just see, I guess, and I was straight out of high school, moving away from my family. Mm. Yeah. Um, and you just sort of see the way everyone just works together and if something needs to be done, then why won't it be you to do yeah. that sort of thing? Like I, I guess, and when you were studying, the, that would have been pretty intense, so you needed that, like, little escape on the weekend. Or, yeah. Or, like, yep. tr- 
I was going to say training on the weekend. Like, no one likes training, but no, even... No, but I needed to yeah, exercise. And, and let off that steam. And, and meet that. people, yeah. So you just, yeah, you become obsessed with being part of this mm. little, not a machine, but it's a, <laughs> a little a little machine. Because, um, like, we talked to musos and staff who are like, yeah, you really let off some steam hitting the drums and... Yeah. And for us, you know, telling our, doing our jokes and... <laughs> yeah. What do you... This is a smooth segue. We just wanted to ask you about, like, since we're both comedians, what what were your thoughts on on like comedy in general? Do you do you have get into any comedy at all? Or well, I I don't see that much comedy live. Um, mm. You know, I like watching stuff on TV or you know yeah. Netflix has specials and that sort of thing. Um, but no, I really enjoy it. I think it's pretty. Um, Oh, there's a must be. It must be very difficult, like a very difficult craft. But that's what yeah, I, it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, not going to lie. It's the hardest thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, it's funny you say that because people, when people ask me about comedy, they expect me to say like these like obscure, like stand-ups I'm into. Well, they, mm-hmm. uh, they ask me what I. But for me, like my introduction was like. Just all the movies I grew up with and telly yeah, shows. Yeah. So it was all like Jim Carrey movies. Yeah, I love Jim Carrey. And then as it goes, time goes on, you do delve into some more obscure, like alternative stuff. But even it was the dudes who would do like sets on, on the late night shows. On One of my favourite comedians was a guy called Mitch Hedberg and I've seen him perform on Conan O'Brien show. Yeah. Back when I could afford Foxtel. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the older I get, the less I can afford things. But anyway... Enough about that. No. <laughs> but, yeah, that's why I like to ask people, just, mm. like, how they see it and do, yeah. do you think we're idiots? Or... <laughs> no, no, I love it. Yeah. I think I, we used to watch, like, Carl Barron growing yeah, up. Yeah, he's just, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of funny how I, I guess, like, a lot of comedians have gone, like, the big comedians have gone and been involved in footy stuff as well. Yeah. And it's kind of cool to see, like, I guess, like, those, like, you were talking about those personalities in footy start to make their own careers mm. in sports media and stuff like that. Do you see that kind of thing for yourself? You, like, you've done a little bit of that stuff your, yourself. Do yeah. you think that's where you'd like to end up? Or Yeah, I think I'd probably be better suited to something like that rather than <laughs> commentating or special comments. Well, like, we... I've been asked to do that. I'm like, oh, well, we... that would be very special comments. Like, be well, we did do the... Um... The May Rewalt day, remember, yeah, together? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you saw me running around. Uh... I did, I did see. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, that was fun, like, t- stuff like that. Yeah. I know um, I've done a few things with the Saints guys and there's, like, it's because the clubs are so big, there's so many people in it. Obviously, it's a, there's, like, a small percent who, who kind of get what I'm doing. You can tell there's a few who are, like, who's this guy sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. Or, there's some like not even across what I do, which is fine. I get that. I know it's kind of like niche, but yeah. it's it's great. There's always like a few who really get it and some really nice guys. <laughs> yeah, I think it's awesome. I think clubs are seeing that they need to get personalities involved as well and show, yeah. um, it, whether it's players or getting comedians or mm. actors involved because it just makes it a lot more personal, I guess, for people. And um, I guess for yourself, is it like a good feeling to be able to do those like family days and stuff like that? We actually get to meet the fans and particularly like young girls and stuff as well who are now getting that experience of having, you know, people like yourself as, yeah. as role models. Yeah, it is awesome. Like, and I guess when I think about doing those days and meeting the girls, like, or one of my favorite things about AFLW is after the game when you get to sort of see people along the boundary mm. and just chat yeah. to people and that sort of thing is really nice but 
yeah, it, it is. It's really special um, to have that moment with little girls or little guys, and um, and then also I think, oh, what would I have been like if I met like a woman playing AFL? Yeah. Like, if, like I think I like I loved it when the the boys would come to school visits or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it would have been a totally different thing if that was a woman standing up in front of me saying, you know, I play for Carlton or St Kilda. Yeah. And I guess that must be like you were talking about Auskick earlier, where they're able to do that now with Auskicks, where it's not just the male players going and meeting all the kids, um, that, you know, they can have stars like yourself go along as well. Like that's such a cool thing that's happening now. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It's a huge shift. Mm. Um, and it is really special. So I'm lucky to be able to do that it must be an amazing feeling if someone's like a kid's like I got your number on my back you know because every now and then I get a message where someone's like I dressed up as you for a fancy dress party (laughs) that's the closest I'm going to get to like someone wearing my number or something yeah Yeah, but yeah it's awesome because like I know I was it's like my youngest daughter Katie when we lived in Melbourne I put her in this um, acting thing I was like Hurry up and be a star, you know. <laughs> make your make your little home alone. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping, you know, I thought she could be like a Malcolm in the Middle sort of thing, but no. She did, the only they're actually. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna badmouth the company or anything, but like you know, they don't give you much work. But the only thing she got this one of those nab ads, the oh, little kids, yeah, yeah. but. Who the, was she? No, but they didn't end up using her for the broadcast oh, one because okay. apparently what they do for kids is. Um, I don't know if this is a done thing for everything, but they'll do it twice, like yeah. two versions yeah. in case something like the parents have a change of heart. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to use yeah, it right. or whatever or anything can happen. But she was on one with um, the Demons players. Okay. This was yeah. a few years ago. This is like three years ago when we lived in Melbourne. But she did really well and she was like pretty, pretty young. And But now they're talking about having heroes and stuff because now when like um, – you know, when they come on the TV, I'm like, there, there they are, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I remember them, Katie, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so it means, a, like, kids remember that stuff forever. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but I have confused her a bit because we're originally from Brisbane, so she's, like, went a bit for lines up there and then I, like, tried to get her on Sains and then she got a Demons thing that day. Yeah, so it's, like, like oh. it's a bit full on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she's going to end up playing for a club and then she'll just go for that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's all part of professionalism. Yeah, that's it. Um, so, yeah, any anything else um, you'd like to talk about? Just in what what are you kind of into on the weekends and stuff? Or um, <laughs> I don't know. Like I, oh, I guess as I said, like I like doing design mm. stuff. So and is that something you're still working on at all? Or yeah, doing... yeah, yeah. I try to. Um, every now and then I'll get little projects um, to do so yeah I really enjoy that like I get a huge buzz out of making things or um, I guess through socials as well like making videos and that like I really enjoy that Um, just anything that's sort of a bit silly or yeah because it seems like you're doing a lot of stuff with the other players and stuff and putting videos up. Like, yeah. it's great to see that. Like, I guess that personality side of things we were talking about. Yeah, like, yeah. I guess is it good, it feel good for other people to see that you're not just, you're not just a footy player, like you nah. are a bit more than that. Yeah, and all the girls are very much in that boat because, yeah. 
yeah, we grew up and definitely, you know, from age 14, we weren't like, <laughs> we're going to be football. We're yeah. going to be AFL players. Like, yeah. you know, it was like we've just sort of evolved and grown with each other and um, and now we get to be part of AFL spaces and we're yeah. like... Do you have um, any, any like, anything that influenced you, like favourite graphic designers or... No. Um, <laughs> Sorry if that's a bit... No, that's all right. Um... <laughs> Who I like, I don't. I don't really know. Actually, I don't. Doesn't matter. You're gonna. Yeah, I don't. You're gonna kick their ass. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, because I get that question like, "Who's your favorite comedian?" And get a bit sick of it. But I just thought I'd ask you. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks. Um, (laughs) No, I don't think I have a favorite. I follow lots of um, typographers on Instagram. I really like lettering. So yeah, there's a few letters I like. Gemma O'Brien, who's a I think she's Sydney based. She's pretty amazing. Does big murals and that mm, sort of yeah. Thing. I remember like growing up, um, was into like punk bands and stuff, and they had some cool um, cartoons on their covers yeah, and stuff like yeah. that sort of. And the old like, obviously love like skull and bones and cool stuff like that. You can't yeah, beat a skull, gnarly. I reckon. <laughs> Yeah. Anything <laughs> radical, I, I guess that's that's my old skateboarding punk days coming out, you know. <laughs> yeah, look out. <laughs> um, we were, a little while ago, you did that Bloodlines doco and you did a bit of touring around with your mum. Yeah. What was that kind of experience like? Was that your mum seems like a bit of a personality? Yeah, she <laughs> is. She she's funny. Um, you know, growing up, I always thought like my dad was pretty strange um mm. and thought that you know i'm silly because dad's very silly um mm. but yeah as i've grown older i've been like oh no it's mum like yeah. i definitely <laughs> get any weird quirks from mum um <laughs> but uh yeah carlton does a um <clears throat> they started a series called bloodlines and the first that where they make a doco about one of the players i guess heritage and family mm. history and they did um jack silvani um, for their first one, um, obviously, like, a very famous Carlton name. Mm. <laughs> and then, like, I was working at Carlton and I joked with my boss, oh, like, we'll have to go to Italy and China next, like, <laughs> in my bloodlines. And then, um, yeah, the head of comms at the time, Luca, he called me into his office one day and was like, we're going to do it. Like, we're going <laughs> to take you and your mum... We were meant to go to China, um, but we had some trouble with, like, visas and stuff and getting cameras in. So, (laughs) um, so they changed it. So we went to Hong Kong because my granddad, my gung, spent time in Hong Kong before he came to Australia. And, and we also went to Italy as well to explore, um, dad's side of the family. So. That must've been great. Even just for you personally, were you finding oh. out stuff you didn't know about your family? And Yeah, yeah. I think, um, well, there, there's always been sort of like a language barrier between myself and my grandparents on both sides. So yeah. we probably have never had really in-depth conversations, but it can be difficult to mm. actually grasp what they did, sort of. It must be funny, like... I'm coming over with a footy club <laughs> and they're like footy like yeah yeah exactly yeah. yeah um yeah I think the Italian side sort of did a bit of research and mm. knew what was going on but yeah it, it was such a good experience and I'd always wanted to do it um so for the club to sort of do it and and I guess um, facilitate that. Yeah, yeah facilitate it study up like mm. understand where we needed to go like it was such a 
it was a breeze for mum and I. Like, we just had to rock up and just be like, well, what are we exploring today? And they'd done it all. That's um, so cool. But it was, yeah, it was amazing. It's a, this might sound a bit cheesy, but it's like, it's great if footy can do that. Like, mm. because in society in general, there is so, it's very multicultural. If footy can replicate that, that would be great because, yeah, you know, I look back on these old, some some of these pages I follow, it was like VFL in the 80s, which isn't that yeah. long ago, and they put up team lists and it's all just like Smiths and Joneses. Yeah, and, yeah. Which is nothing wrong with that, but I'm just yeah. saying it's come a long way, you know. Maybe, because it's not like there wouldn't have been multiculture back then, but maybe mm-hmm. they didn't feel comfortable playing or... Yeah, yeah, there's probably a bit of stigma attached to mm. And I feel like... Hopefully now anyone feels like they can play, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, that's my. That sounded very like grandiose. Like that's my. <laughs> that's like my one small step for man. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> people will be quoting it on murals and stuff. I reckon. No. Yeah. But yeah, oh, that's awesome. Um, what it's funny. Want? Like the reason I was late because I went to the cafe and I ran into a mate of mine who is a big fan of yours, and he'd ah. seen Bloodlines, and then. At the first game, he saw your mum and talked oh. to her. <laughs> and then I think at a local game, yeah. I think he'd seen your dad through your Instagram so and went up to him and went, oh, I love your daughter. And he went, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they've had a few encounters with people coming up being like, oh, yeah, you're Darcy's mum and dad. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's like <laughs> your your family will become more famous than you. So. Yeah, well, they deserve to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they're not putting in the hard yards. Yeah, so. yeah. I'd be spewing if my dad became more famous than me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so what's the next year looking like for yourself? Well, um, we kick off in three weeks, I yeah. think. Yeah, so February Runner-up to St Kilda in the grand final. Yeah, that's it. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so just trying to have a good season, I guess. Um, see how that goes, and then what do I you don't know what the year will entail? Do you um, what do you think about about the expansion? Is, is that does that change things a lot? Like having because it, is it? Forgive my ignorance, but I I know Saints are in, but yeah. is there to another team? Yeah, so Saints Richmond. Um, oh, yeah, Gold I knew that. <laughs> and West Coast. So yeah. there are four more teams. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it does, yeah, it sort of throws you a little bit because there's teams that you don't know and mm. other teams have been affected by that. Um, their lists have changed, but... It's just yeah. a lot more people involved in general. Yeah, there's yeah. just more people, more clubs. Um, but it's it's good, like, there's more fans involved because other, you know, when once your team gets a team... Mm. Like yeah, Goxie, like you, like you want to be on, on board. Yeah, and then it's creating new history. It's like you've got you might you probably know about some of those hardcore Carlton fans that have been around for like fifty yeah, years yeah. or whatever. That'll be the they'll be like I've been an AFLW fan for fifty years. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I know some people who are because there's people like me who are, who are coming across from AFL that that would be common, but I know some people who are. AFL only, which is like pretty cool. AFL yeah. W only. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. I forgot the W. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, there are there are quite a few people who are they call them AFL W champions. Like they're just here for yeah. AFLW, and they've yeah. probably never really had much interest in AFL well, in general. The, yeah, like it'll be interesting to see what the, f- the future holds. Maybe 
there can be a, a standalone AFLW club or something. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But um, who knows what, what the future holds. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I... Because I know, like, some of those people who came across, like me, <laughs> and... Sorry. No, edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> You're all good. Um... This out. <laughs> I reckon we leave it in. Yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite part of the app? I like the awkward silence for a minute. Um, Any, yeah. what, anything else you want to talk about? Um, I don't think we we're, we're good about there. Um, yeah. Well, let's wrap it up. Right. Well, thank you very much for coming in. Thanks, Darcy. We appreciate, appreciate it. it. Um, yeah, no worries. Good uh, to have a bit of a yarn. Yeah. Where can people find you on the socials? On the socials. You're on the gram a lot. Uh, I've been, I've been a bit quiet lately, but I'm Gotta sure get that content going. Yeah, it, all, it always ramps up for AFW, <laughs> but um, I'm at Darcy V Just on Twitter, Facebook and Insta. Awesome. Well, will I be bumping into you at any more Saints thing or was that a bit of a one, one-off special? <laughs> oh, no, I've stayed involved with Maddie's vision. Um, I guess that's, cult, you can, so, you can, yeah. you can do that and... Carlton won't be like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You, no, it's a Maddie, thing. Maddie yeah, thing. No, it's, it's not a Maddie, Saints yeah, thing. Yeah, that's, it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. awesome. Well, it's kind of cool. The first game of the season is is now the double header with the state of origin. Like that's a kind of a cool thing. That's obviously not. The yeah. Not good that the fire is happening. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's a nice way to bring the leagues together, though, and do it for a great Yeah, course, so. like, I just thought that's a nice touch that they're yeah. just like, yeah, let's get everyone involved. So yeah, that's yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I mm. think, yeah, it's important. All right. Uh, thank you for coming in to... Um, yeah, thanks, years. heaps. No um, that's it, Goxie. <laughs> uh, I'm Ben. I'm Goxie. See you later. <laughs> See you. Cheers. <laughs>